Alright guys, so it's 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 lover boy season, February, February 14th upon us, guys. Uh Valentine's Day. It's Love Boy Season, bro. Love and, Boy uh, Season. We we got a we got a couple of guests today. Uh Coven Kessner. Coven we've got yeah. Thatcher Robinson. Wait, you guys want to give up the government? Oh but <laughs> These are the gov names. The government yeah. We don't know how to think. And and this Thatcher Robinson uh Rapper, hey, and you got your name Thatcher as your rapper, eh? Rapper yeah. name? That's dope as fuck. Uh, what do you think about like people using like aliases? Because like, well, yeah. technically Thatcher Robinson, like my govy is justice, right? But Thatcher Robinson came as a DMT trip, so it's tripping DMT. You know how you're not supposed to look in a mirror when you're on psychedelics? Not really. Okay, I, so I always look in the mirrors. <laughs> it's a big thing where you're not supposed to look in a mirror. Super hot psychedelics. I took a half a shroom. It's like three tabs of acid. You know, smoke some DMT. Yeah. And I'm looking at the mirror and I'm like, Thatcher Robinson, Thatcher Robinson, Thatcher Robinson. <laughs> and my buddy grabs me. He's like, who the fuck is Thatcher Robinson? I'm like 17 at the time. I looked at him. I'm like, bro, I don't know, but that's a sick name. I'm going to use that for music. And then I kind of held it off until I was like 21 to use the name. Like I had it, you know, as a low-key name in high school, you know, to do some tangs type thing. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, it eventually just became a music thing. That's dope. That's dope. So yeah. your, your name is Thatcher, though? Like yeah. My name's Justice. Justice? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Legal name. Okay, that makes sense. All right. So, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, mm -hmm. I always thought your name was actually Thatcher, bro. That's what I'm saying. Robinson. I hold down the alias that yeah, hard, bro. It's fucking. I actually believed. I'm like, dude, that's a pretty fucking dope name, Thatcher. <laughs> right? So you're just whispering off DMT, just like Thatcher Robinson. Thatcher. Yeah, I was like Thatcher <laughs> Robinson, Thatcher Robinson, like tapping. Yo, you haven't met Plaster Jonathan yet, though. Plaster Jonathan, who's that? <laughs> that oh that's for God. later. When I was an alcoholic, he used to call me Plaster Jonathan. I used to wake up with a snapple, and I'd be like, "It's breakfast, bro," because we used to start like film every day, do photos every day in the summer, like yeah, we, summer every like, single day. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. yeah, we did it every single day for like a whole two months. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, just, well, just to be clear, like, uh, we'll get like you're his cameraman, right? On top yeah. of that, I'm a vocalist as well. I do yeah. a whole bunch of music. stuff. I produce. I uh, I do everything in between. Nice, yeah. nice. Like so, uh, what, what kind of music you do uh, as well? Yeah, I do some type of like trap metal, like a mish a mishmash of all types of different stuff. But uh, I've got something I've got to inquire with you about. Yeah, real yeah quick. for sure, bro. Yeah. So. Sphincter Peg Clark, we're gonna play Clark. He's the big guy in the city. He's the big cojones. Who's the big cojones? Winnipeg Clark is the big cojones, but you're coming in yeah, yeah. and you've got that aggression, you've got that muscle mass. Yeah. I can tell you, you're charging, you're like a rhino, yeah. right? A bull, so, this is a what bull. a bull or yeah. a rhino mesh. You can mesh the two together. Bull, I'm gonna get my rhino. Sony A7. That's kind of racist, though. It's a rhino. It's, it's, in, on, it's on <laughs> Wakanda. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. My Black History Month, just keep it. Okay, <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Okay, okay. I'm gonna slow you down. I'm gonna slow you down here, okay? So, what we're gonna get. I'm going to get this inflatable pool. Think mm -hmm. mud wrestling. You, yeah, yeah. Winnipeg Clark. Both of you guys mm -hmm. at it. Shirts off. Fighting. Wrestling? Wrestling. wrestling. Hardcore wrestling. Yeah. And this is how you wrestle. assert your dominance in the podcast scene contained within Winnipeg. Oh, he'd smoke Donnie, bro. Are you sure? He'd smoke This is what I want to see. How big is he? Oh, he's smoking. He's a big he's guy. No, he's a big Just guy. Just based on I'm two, body, I'm 225. Clark could get smoked. I'm 225. This bro. guy's telling lies. <laughs> he's a big dude. Okay? Clark's you, so tiny, you, bro. You have, like not seen, pick, bro. <laughs> you have not seen the photos I have saw of him. Okay? 
So let me tell you something in advance. <laughs> you better believe it. And let me tell you something in advance. Yeah. It's going to be serious. All right, but as long as you're filming, bro. I'm, as long, I'm, bro, I want to see you assert that dominance. We'll put pay-per-view. Matt, he's got you in his corner. He's got you in the corner. Yeah, yeah. He's knocking you while you're down. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. get up. You I'm take like, the podcast scene yeah, over. Yeah. This is how you do it. And look, I'm friends with Donnie, don't get me wrong, but I want to see the underdog come yeah. and try to take his spot. I want to see the two clash. Oh, yeah. Okay. And he, he does podcasts, too? Yes, he does podcasts. <laughs> I don't know. I never He's met him. He's got like 1,500 views. 1,500? That's it? That's <laughs> big. Hey, look, no, he paid for those. Look, no, no, no. no. This, this is one of like, That's serious numbers. You get in there. Oh, I'll, I'll beat him up. <laughs> we'll go, I'll go on record and say, if, man, if I see him, it's on site. Look, <laughs> I don't even know who he is. It's a 50-50. It's a 50-50. Yeah, and Coven also does music with me under 49 Sinners, which originally, it used to be Thatcher, Rob, and Sin, right? Which was like almost, uh, that's, Robinson was shortened into like, it was Robinson because I came up okay. with Robinson, yep. then Robinson when so. I first made a rap thing, and then I was like, Robinson kind of slides better, mm -hmm. so... His thing was 49k the shaman before it was Coven Kessner. That was a, his original rap name. So we're like, yo, if we take Sin from my original rap name, we take 49 from your original rap name, we're gonna make it 49 yeah, the two together. Because, like, and that started as originally I used to like do really lo fi shit, but live, but scream. Because I screamed one time, I seen people start like rocking into each other, like mosh pit style, right? Mm -hmm. And he's seen one of my live videos one time. He was like, man, why the fuck don't you do that on a record? Because he was doing that. Yeah. So me and him made a record, and it was like, fuck your click by our buddy Tunnel Rat. Tunnel Rat uh, ends up doing lots of the artwork for like Bones, if you know who that is. No. He was Bones with Bones like, in uh, session. He's made songs with like ASAP Rocky's on Canal Street okay, and shit. So he um, ended up making the beat for us, which was super sick for us to send the beat, because Tunnel Rat grew up with him, so... We ended up making that song and ended up being super good. It got like kind of lots of people over, even over time, like three years later, people are like, man, I love that sound. You guys have to do that sound. So we decided to make it a group because that way I could separate more of my R&B lo-fi stuff and like my drill stuff with the scream stuff, right? Because people know where to look when it's the actual scream stuff, especially because we complement each other so well when we do that. That was dope, man. Uh, yeah. And it's it's always good to have a guy that's sober too. Oh yeah, kind absolutely. Of, <laughs> like, you can't have a cameraman absolutely. fucked up. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm the fucked up cameraman. Yeah. I'll say <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Always well, well, I, saw him film, I saw him film. He was he's filmed shots with his, like a shit hanging out there on more than one occasion. <laughs> is dick hanging out or what? You better believe it. <laughs> Did you at least clip those on dope? No. <laughs> we keep it all in. I got a deep look through the videos. My slang's just going to be in it. No, no doubt. No doubt. No, no, no. All right, let's just get into it. Okay, I'll do some questions, bro. Like, uh, well, actually, uh, do the intro. Welcome to the weekend show with me. <laughs> this is going to be, this kind of uh, got a couple drinks poured up and shit, but... Uh, like, uh, I want to ask you, like, how did you get into rap? Like, what got you into rap? Or how did you get so into long story. Like, So, originally, I uh, used to do lots of, like, writing, dissecting with, like, ASAP Rocky and stuff. When I was younger and stuff, super interested in rapping. And then I uh, kind of wrote lots of things, and it wasn't that good, right? So, eventually, I started doing some band stuff, right? And uh, one of my buddies that I did lots of music with, he's in this kind of, like, queen band called Panic Land. I used to make lots of music with him when I was like 
in grade eight and stuff. So maybe I was like 13, 14. And then when I was 16, me and my buddy, we really wanted to make rap music. We had this like really, I wouldn't say it's corny, but you know, like the backpack rap music era where it was like yeah, battle yeah. rap Dude, and stuff. It was, it was fucking the yeah, backpack so boys, yeah. I used to like battle rap in high school and stuff. And I was pretty good at coming up with shit on the spot, like punchlines and stuff. And then uh, me and him created this group that never ended up really making music at first called Lightweight. We all just sat on it for a couple of years because we went through lots of shit. Like our friends getting into addiction. One of our friends passed away. Like a couple of our friends passed away growing up. And that's just like how it is when you grow up in. Because um, we, we went to Kildona East, right? It's like not the worst high school, but it's one of the not better ones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I, I went to I went to RE. <laughs> And no I remember doubt. all the all the bad boys went to uh, KE. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, do you know like uh, do you know Dylan Krovac and shit then? Uh, not really. No, I don't think oh, so. Okay, Dylan Krovac, my manager, went to RE too, but it might be different age groups. So we made music, and at first, even when I was fifteen, I had this joke rap alias called Richard V Neck, and I had a Versace V Neck that I used oh, nice. to have when I was fifteen, <laughs> and that's what we based the whole alias around. We used to like write with that and stuff, and then eventually, when I was like twenty. My buddy hit me up and he's like, well, I hit him up and I was like, yo, I heard you're a producer. Because at the time, do you know who Matt Red is at all? Yeah, yeah Matt Red. Yeah. So Matt Red used to work with my buddy Bill Snowback and I heard some of his beats. I was like, that's super good. And uh, I was like, I'd like to work with you one day. Maybe like a year later when I was 21, he hit me up. He's like, yo, are you being serious about the rap stuff? And it's like, I was kind of decent, but I wasn't that good. When I linked him, he knew more about rap theory, making music and stuff, you know. So... When we ended up making music together, he's already worked with artists like Matt Red and stuff. He kind of more structured my stuff, would mix and engineer it. Like, if I didn't have him at the start of my music career, it definitely would have been a longer time of me to get good. But he kind of was like, you need to do this, you need to do that. And eventually it ended up uh, forming my music. And that's kind of how I got into into rap with him. And uh, we made a couple, like, songs or whatever. I put a song up. And on a whim, like, lots of people were, like, obviously when you first try to do something different, lots of people come negatively about it, right? Oh, yeah. My school and stuff, past life, they're like, oh, it's just going to f- do shit. It's going to flop. I didn't pay for the views, like, on my mom. I wake yeah. up the next day, and I had 30,000 fucking views on the SoundCloud oh, yeah. song. It's just SoundCloud, bro? Yeah, yeah. the day SoundCloud I posted, it's, like, weirdly SoundCloud blessed me. And this was four, or like, almost four years ago. So this is when X was popping, Lil Peep, so SoundCloud was still in a cold era. Mm-hmm. On Monday, I was the number one most listened to song in Canada for a whole, like, two days in SoundCloud. That's dope, man. That's and dope. that was my first track drop. So after that, I was like, man, if I could do that, I could kind of go with it. And it was, like, fake until I made it. Eventually, I got pretty good with, like, people around me telling me, like, yo, you're, you're, you actually do do something good. So I reformed it and just took time to study music, study my own stuff. Because, yeah. like... I'll maybe make 30 songs, but only post five of them. And then his story. Yeah. On the burner, yeah. Yeah, I'd say I have over 300 music files on my own laptop, and then some of my producers probably have 100 plus. And then how did you end up getting into music? Oh, long, gradual thing over like four years or so. Yeah, it's not a a whole lot to tell there. It just kind of happened. Just kind of. That's just how it happened. Uh, like the way I got into it, bro. I uh, you guys got a lighter, anyways. No. Uh, Yo, keep it as a lighter, bro. But the way I got into it, bro, I just started like I was in grade six, and I remember like it, the teachers used to say, "Yo, it could be anything you wanted." So I just started telling motherfuckers I'm gonna be a rapper. I could I didn't even write anything. I didn't yeah. do nothing. It was great, literally grade six. 
and they're like, you can't, everyone is just like so negative, right? You're never going to be a rapper and shit like that. <laughs> and yep. it's like, it's just almost like the hatred kind of fueled me. And I just kept like, at first it was like, I would try my best to write. Right. But then I got like the, I really fucked with Little B, like the Little B era. Yeah. Just freestyling. So then I got really deep into freestyling. Which uh, would bring me to my next question, though, bro. Like, do you, do you guys fuck with freestyles more or less or written when you go into the studio? Lots of time. Like, personally, my hit songs, I'll be vibing in the studio. It doesn't matter. Just like, freestyle? It's a weird-ass time, bro. It'll be, like, 2, 3 in the morning. I put on a beat, kind of be vibing to it. And, like, at first, what would happen is I would actually... I used to, like, rap to it, try to remember... Uh, I have this weird shit where I literally will record it now and then I kind of just take off oh shit that was really good and that's usually what I go off for my hit song so it's freestyle to kind of start the idea so it's genuine if I could even freestyle the whole song like I've had songs where I've really felt the beat I freestyled it the whole way through and then some parts I'm like but I'm like yo this kind of sounds like this if I made this an actual you know, and sometimes that's how I even make the songs because it just flows by the ear, right? You yeah. just gotta feel it sometimes. I had a I had a buddy that would write. Uh, he well, he wouldn't even write the way he would write. He would freestyle, and uh, he'd freestyle like each line. So he'd, he'd be like, okay, and then, okay, and then play the beat. Get all he'd have like maybe like eight bars, and then he'd yep. go rap the whole eight bars, and then whatever came while he was rapping. On the beat, it's okay, now write that down. And that's where punching comes in handy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you could really build something solid just off of that. Like, you don't even have to write. Like, yeah. It depends on, like, your setup, what you've got going for you, how good you are at improvising off the top. Mm-hmm. You know, like Wayne, for instance, like, I'm pretty sure he doesn't write a word. He punches everything. Punches it. Yeah. 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 Punches yeah. Oh, okay, I don't like that. Rewind. Okay, come back on it. Yeah. I've seen him in the studio doing that kind of stuff. Mm. And uh, it is, the, like, the freestyles eras like especially with like young Doug and all of these guys uh like i don't know i couldn't imagine little uzi's always writing right like no he's, no. he seems like he's even a on uh, i watched too. did you see that aiden ross video recently where he freestyled like on the spot to the nba even beat and he just had to feel it like yeah. it's crazy lots of these guys have down a formula and i feel like once you have your formula it's a little easier to freestyle. Tory Lanez is one of the guys Tory's who I want to fucking be able to freestyle like one day. Like, cause just for one, he's Canadian. And for two, I grew up listening to lots of his shit, like album to album, Dude. even with the controversy, like album to album, <laughs> you know? Well, after he shot, bro, after Tory Lanez shot Megan Thee Stallion in the foot, he's been dropping nothing but fucking bangers, man. Straight up. That, uh, and honestly, you see how big Tory Lanez is, you see how big Megan Thee Stallion is, <laughs> he would have got smacked around in that fight, boy, straight up. Like, oh, he would have so been embarrassed, his rap career would have done. He had no choice with the shooter in the foot, really, man. <laughs> like, straight up. He knew he was done. <laughs> It's like a linebacker coming yeah, at dude. you, bro. She really a stallion, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, she really is Like, she built, like, LeBron James, bro. Like LeBron James is a pick, bro. Like, straight up. Whew. <laughs> 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 just imagine. <laughs> oh, bro. Uh, biggest influences, like, who speaking. I guess it's, uh, Tory Lanez is a big influence. Any other? Tory Lanez, for sure. Big influences? Uh, I'm going to go from, like, I guess... We'll go from different eras of where I was inspired and stuff because oh, yeah. I usually always fuck this one up. I swear to God. Yeah. So early inspo, my mom grew up listening to like things like Tupac, Exhibit, uh, Biggie Smalls, lots of that stuff. Because 
my mom's a person of color, so we didn't grow up to, you know, lots of rock music in our house. We, my grandpa went to jail for selling lean, pretty much, you know, like different, <laughs> different kind of people type thing, you know. So we uh, all listen to rap music in my family, you know. Our family reunions, we all listen to Christmas music, we bounce like rap stuff and shit, you know. So growing up to that, those guys were a big inspiration. Like you said, you wanted to be a rapper since you were young. I think I heard an exhibit song when I was a kid, like little, little, and I was like, I, I kind of want to yeah. do this stuff. But growing, so nice, man. Yeah, yeah, but growing up, lots of the guys who inspired me when I was in high school were like ASAP Rocky, The Game, uh, definitely. Jo- I really like Joey Badass in high school. Don't forget Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne, bro. bro. She's got bangers. Though, she's bro. got bangers. Have you ever wondered what she smells like? Yeah, I think it's a uh, like like. Uh, have you ever smelled Prada candy? <laughs> Prada candy. My, my buddy Austin <laughs> like, was saying it was like probably that. like a mixture of expensive, expensive perfume and yeah. cigarette smoke, like a mesh yeah. of the two. Yeah, because everybody's got their own brand. Lavender and cigarellos. Uh, <laughs> there you go. And then uh, black and miles, yeah. when like so, lots of my family is in Toronto, so I go back and forth from Toronto to Winnipeg, right? So. Uh, I heard of Drake when I was like 10 or 11. I used to hear lots of his freestyles and stuff. He used to actually write for Dr. Dre. Lots of people don't know about that when he was 14. I did not know that. Yeah, he was deep in the game. So I was a deep Drake fan. I took lots of inspo from him when I was like early high school. And like I said, like ASAP and shit. Lots of those guys. And then at the end of high school, I used to use this um, app, I think. I think it was called Spinnerella, and Spinnerella, you could pretty much look on it, and like mixtapes were made by DJs and stuff. Yeah, I think I know that. And app, you yeah, could I download music, right? And it was popping when you had a Samsung and shit. Yeah. Was, you know, or when you first had an iPhone, you couldn't download music, so to download it on an app, shit was popping. That's how I found lots of guys like Denzel Curry, X, Lil Uzi, Lil Yachty. So I found them in maybe grade eleven, uh, and I'm 24 now, so that was like. I'd say almost eight years ago now, right? So I was bumping them, listening to them, and I remember throwing little Uzi on at a couple parties, and so many bitches were like, man, this shit's crazy. That's also one of the guys we spoke on Lil Uzi earlier. Lil Uzi, Playboy Cardi, big inspos of the new era. I really like Big L, like I said. Um, lots of trippy red shit's dope. City Morg definitely inspires lots of mine and his shit. Uh, X is super cool, like his music and his vision. Uh, kind of like more lyrical dudes I'd say I really like Lil Durk like all the areas Lil Durk Durk yo you know stuff like that Smirk yo shit like that um, Pol- I already said Polo didn't I Pol- yeah, Polo G yeah, yeah, yeah I really like Polo G a lot kind of like new wave rappers um, what was my thing about like new wave cause like like I said I just have like a weed brain all the time Oh, no, it's all um, good. But yeah, lots of like, or uh, Lil Baby, I really like Gunna, I really like artists like that, like lots of the guys who are revolutionizing music and doing something different with it, you know? Gunna pushing P, bro. That yeah. shit is crazy. And then That's there's the darker dudes from Winnipeg, I'd say like, uh, have you ever heard of Night LaBelle? Night LaBelle, no. He's uh, kind of like a darker rapper, but he also does like, I'd say kind of club music somewhere in the middle. And I really like his music a lot too for what he does. But uh, yeah, what are your biggest inspos into rap music? Uh, I was gonna give you an ironic answer. I was gonna be funny, yeah. but I thought no, I'm just go gonna ahead. cut it. Go be it. completely honest, genuine with you guys. Yeah. Um, Chad Kroger from Nickelback, dude. Him exclusively, and it's not just the music; no. it's the aesthetic. 
You see a guy with a chiseled jawline like that. He's good looking. Surfer oh, abs. YNW Melly is a fucking huge inspiration to all my new Murder music. Murder on my mind. Yeah, yeah bro. When yeah, when you see it. someone with dirty oh, blonde and shorty, hair shorty. I really like, like that, shorty, shorty. that kind of blows <laughs> in the wind. He's gone. <laughs> and you look into those crystal blue eyes, and you know you see the soul of the artist. You know what I mean? You see the soul of the artist right there. You know, Gord Downey. Got to get away. Listen, no, stop. Gord Downey. Gord Downey got to get away with singing through his nose for years on end in the tragically hip. No one gave him flack. Now Chad Kroger comes and does the same thing. What is everybody doing? Giving them fucking flack. Unacceptable. They become. They became an easy target, but bro, like I could never made it as a last dude. Oh, couldn't never be this poor man singing. Ironically, this is how you remind me. You see stop. that guy singing that? You Dude, see those crystal blue up. eyes? Before, they look into your soul. Finishes, I started actually a rapper top 50 list, so I'm just gonna go off with a sum because, like, I used to take a lot of Zans. So, Little Wayne, yeah, yeah. fucking huge inspiration. Wayne, yeah. Lots of big pun shit. I think he deserves to big be in the top self. 50. 50 Cent when I was a kid, like. My sister, she's 10 years older than me, right? Yeah, yeah. So she used to be in a G-Unit. She used to be in, like, all these fucking, like, gang-type Jordan-wearing dudes fucking bringing around 50 Cent all the time and shit. Like, I, like, really fucked with that shit. My uncle used to, like, be inspired by 50 Cent. Got a similar ash chain. It was, like, three pounds. It was fucked. Yeah. So he's a big inspo. Pierre Bourne, I eventually want to get into production. Uh, fucking, and then, like, yeah. I'm, I forgot those but, but, two. But 50, when he was, bat- remember when he was battling Kanye West, bro? Yeah, I was cheesed when he fucked. I was yeah, like, oh, I got 50, upset about 50 that. Fifty was too, like man. on top, bro. Like, but also, Kanye I had feel like that bangers. was who were the best two advertisers in the game. Yeah, Fifty Cent and Kanye. They probably Dude. invented that shit together right then. Most oh, likely. Yeah. yeah. After Chad Kroger, <laughs> what are your serious insults? Serious? We got to take like, it back. Be here. real with this shit. Like, no Chad Kroger. No Chad Kroger. We know you ain't listening. No Apple Levine. No. Well, they were married, you know. So it's like correlation, you know. Correlation is not causation. Uh, so anyhow, uh, I've got to hand it to the Dixie Chicks. Dixie Chicks? For real. Boom. Right, so boom. They yeah. hit it off with George Bush. Yeah. They went to war with George Bush. Oh, oh my, my God. God. In 2002. <laughs> now we got to clip it for you, Coven. <laughs> hey, sorry. Oh, they, okay, so they, pardon me. Pardon that. No, that's okay. They went to war. <laughs> with, audio is going to be. No, no. No, they went to war with George Bush. They held it down in the CMAs. When everyone was against them, I don't know. I like to think in the same way. You ever hear of uh, Wesley Willis? He has this really hard song. It's called Rock and Roll McDonald's. Bangs! Uh, you could Google that after. Great art, outsider artist. Very punk. Um, yeah. Yeah. Those, that's pretty much That's it summarized if yeah. I'm being uh, cut and dry. This guy here, he inspires me every single day. Every day, yeah. When I see him walk out with this Tommy Hilfiger hat on, I think... It's beautiful. Gosh, that is the guy that's got the world in the palm of his hands, and that's why I'm on. That's why I'm here right now. That's why I'm with him I'm to the end. And he's got a Louisville sweater on to represent from two people in our group. Mm-hmm. Two people in our group are from Louisville: Enhanced Drew and Stinmore '84, uh, Oliver Cassidy, both from Louisville. Two people from the conglomerate group that existed. You went to yeah? No, no he did. Yeah, yeah, some of them did. Yeah. Is that not he's a, he's a, he's a, <laughs> Keep it on the down low. Apparently, he's not that nice of a guy. But, but is, I haven't is, met him in person yet. Does doesn't he? Uh, isn't he bisexual? Is he? I, I heard I heard him Maybe on an interview. He's like, like, I like to party with girls. 
And if boys, he was wearing those said, shoes, he could, like, get it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what so happens so. behind closed doors is what happens behind closed doors at the end of the day. You don't Yo, buy that. Another smoke? Uh, yeah, if you're down. Oh, yeah. Uh, yo, man, you got another smoke, bro? We were... I will plug it in. But, yeah, we were going to start off with, like, some really... Yo, this is the No Jumper podcast, I want to say. Quite literally. Fuck No Jumper, though. Quite yeah. quite literally, Fuck yeah. Adam 22. This, you know what the fuck going on. A whole lot of gang shit. It's pretty boy season. Pretty boy <laughs> season. Pretty boy season. You all know. Fuck these hoes. Hey, it's Valentine's Day. You guys doing anything special? Absolutely. I'm going to the Frog Festival, the Festival of Frogs, as I am part frog. <laughs> How does that tie into Valentine's Day? <laughs> because of February, the yeah. Festival du Voyageur, okay. I'm part frog. Okay. I've got to represent for my lineage. Animal? The spirit animal frog? The frog is a proper term to identify with French people. So, so I'm going to Le Festival du Voyageur. That's fire. Yes. I'm hoping my main chick works on Valentine's Day <laughs> so I can still give my gift to my side bitch. And then I'll see my main bitch after and I'm going to give her a big teddy bear. She won't know a thing. Don't forget about Bill Snowbound until this podcast comes out. <laughs> Just playing. Yeah. Obviously, these are jokes. There's only one main chick. Actually, yeah. There's only one side chick. It's only one. <laughs> uh, if you could feature anyone, if you could have a feature with anybody, who'd you do? Like anybody in the Chrissy world? Troy. Chris Troy. Who the fuck is? Like, <laughs> yeah, like come on. <laughs> Chrissy no, like, Troy is, oh come on! You don't listen to Hot 103. Like a serious fan here. <laughs> could be watching <laughs> shit. Like, what is he into? Oh, he's so mysterious. I still can't crack the fucking code. Like, Jesus Christ, Colby, give the give some of your fans like some actual info on yourself, bro. Actual info? All they know. I've been, dude, no, no, I've been dropping. Does she drop music? Is no, she just she would introduce my album. She'd be like introducing my like, projects like a mixtape. Yeah, like like. A my DJ brother drama. met her at a barbecue, and she was fabulous. Mm-hmm. That's the extent of it. You just said she was fabulous. I don't know anything else about her. So you want a feature with her? What kind of feature? Like a feature film? No, 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 no. Like I would want her to introduce my. Introduce her OnlyFans? No, int- no silly business here. My <laughs> We're not going to venture into that dirty territory. It's respectful. Very respectful. Keep it respectful. Exceptionally respectful. It's Valentine's Day, guys. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. You got to at least hit her with the photos when you hit her with the OnlyFans. That's a, but, <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, so Detroit, if I like the future? Toronto man's inside, growing up lost in Toronto, like I've always wanted to feature with Drake. I've always wanted to feature with Party Next Door. Uh, those are two big inspirations for me. I'm gonna go on a little bit of a sidetrack. Uh, I go straight, lots of music for lots of singers and stuff. Sometimes rappers, uh, post war. Um, fuck it. No, I'm just kidding. That's kind of funny. Yeah, you go. Propose war? No, I used to one time. Still, yeah. One song. One song. One Give him a couple lines. Give him a couple <laughs> lines. I was just playing around. That was just a joke. All okay, this but all this shit's written by you, by the way. Let's just most, throw that out there. All my stuff's written by me. Yeah. Yeah. All post war stuff's been written by. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's me stuff. German lies can be written by me. Okay. So <laughs> hold up. So tr- like I said, uh, eventually I'd want to write a song for like. Rihanna or maybe yeah you know who Claro is Claro no no she's like a kind of like a mini Lana Del Rey that's not as much of a bootlicker okay 
you know? <laughs> is she well, Canadian or uh, She's from the States, but she's really independent. She's an independent singer. She's super good, man. You definitely got to check it out after. Like okay. I said, if Lana Del Rey was in a bootlicker and had better music than Summertime Sadness, that's her. Yeah. Okay. So I'd want to ghostwrite something for her. And actually, if Lana Del Rey wants to come back on lots of her BLM statements and shit... <laughs> then I'd like to write a song for her one day, maybe. Who even knows, man? Like, Wait, what did Lana Del Rey? Lana Del Rey made a bunch of racial comments during the BLM stuff, oh, so I just I can't rock with her. What did she say? Ah, oh, they don't really matter. I'm <laughs> not too. Sure? Everybody just like, bro. I was so behind on like, I just like listening, right? Yeah. To Lana, so everyone's like, oh, you can't listen to her. She's a bootlicker. She oh, did she this got canceled. This. No, pretty much like you don't get canceled so nowadays it's pretty much yeah. shit they pretty much everybody. man that's that's true <laughs> trying to cancel everybody man. that's very true uh and then other features wise like people who i think it span my music like who i've always looked kind of up to uh producers i definitely would want a song with pierre born and then uh tm88 maybe fucking 16-year-old who I was just talking to the other day, I actually made a joke because me and him have curly hair and we're both Mexican. So I was like, yo, 16-year-old uh, is my little cousin and he actually thought we were cousins. He's like, what the fuck, really? And replied, and that's why I got in 16-year-old's DM. It was funny as fuck. But uh, <clears throat> revolutionary-wise for features, like things I think would bring up my career, maybe some music-wise, uh, I really want to collaborate with Little Uzi. I feel like yeah. he brings up lots of songs. Um... Fuck with, uh, you fuck with Ski, ski Mask? Ski Mask is Bro, sick. It would be so dope to get on like the, the DJ Skiing train. Like, that would be sick. And, 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 I was going to say... Bro, like, those guys are fucking... And they, they seem say. pretty legit. They seem pretty like... DJ Skiing's dope. My buddies in Chicago work with them. Uh, the guy that owns Half Evil, uh, he works with Cole Bennett and shit. So oh, yeah, yeah. He knows the DJ Skiing stuff. He's, uh, Half videos, Evil's yeah. collab with DJ Skiing and stuff. So I've uh, considered going to Chicago and meeting lots of those guys. And then uh, someone like X I'd want to collab with, and then someone more from like the goth scene. I don't know if you've ever heard of Drippin' So Pretty before. Drippin', that's a rapper? Good looking guy. Yeah. <laughs> so Maybe pretty. like Melly too, like YNW Melly would be sick. Yeah. Lil Baby would be sick. Gunna, anybody oh, like on Young Thugs Camp, Gunna, all Wild those style. guys. Yeah, those guys. Yeah. Lil Goddard and I, I really fuck with Lil Goddard and Lil Keed right Lil now. Lil Keed, so I'm good. Really fucking with those I thought guys. I told you that. <laughs> that shit so like, oh my god, my fucking Lil Keed. Trapping Cleveland that he just dropped is fucking dope. It's good shit, man. Yeah. So anybody from his camp, or maybe like. Uh, like we fuck with City More cards, so maybe like a City More feature, even to do a video for them or something one day would be super sick. That's dope. That's dope. What about you, Cove and Chad Kroger again? I'm stand by every statement I've made so yeah. far. No, but who would you want as a dream like feature? If you got a feature, like oh, and Billie Eilish before oh, she dude, fucking Billie pulled Eilish. the bullshit. Okay, like Ocean Eyes, Billie Eilish, if we could get a time machine Ocean and we could get me blown up before, Don't before she was Ocean a bootlicker and best. shit. Yeah, fuck yeah. Oh, actually, hold up. Kid Cudi, Travis Scott, Kid Cudi, Kanye oh, West, yeah. 50 Cent. Fuck, <laughs> those would also be dream features, but that's, like, it takes you a minute. My brain processes with Zan, so it's like, but, 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 it's like an old computer in the 90s loading a picture. It's like, that, 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 that. So that. that's my finalization. Yeah. We're locked in there. Oh. You, you guys know uh, Devin the Dude? Devin the dude? Yeah. What does he look like? Oh, dude, he's like this stoner. Like, man, he's he's like a legendary, like, Houston artist. Uh, you probably heard the song uh, Doobie Ashtray. Ain't no more doobies in the tray. What you gonna do when the people go home? And the... 
I think I've heard it. You might have heard it. I might have heard it. He's on a song with, I think, Snoop Dogg, too, like, What a Job. Uh, He's like a, like, I don't know why he's underground, but he's been in the game for, like, since the 90s. Would you hop on something with him? Dude, like, I was looking at, bro, the prices for the feature that I seen. It was, like, they sent, like, I guess his camp sent me back, and it was, like, me and my buddies were, like, we got to pull together, like, five, it was, like, 5K for a feature, but, like, he's, he's, like, a legend in, in Houston and in the underground scene. Like, Snoop Dogg gave his flowers to uh, him when he came on the GGN podcast, I think That's it was. fire. And he was, like, yeah, dude, like, yo, you got nothing but bangers, bro, and he just, he just did, stayed away from the industry kind of bullshit. Yeah. Like, he just wasn't, like, he just did his thing, like, kind of like, um, yeah, well, like, I guess, chameleonaire kind of. No doubt. Yeah. And also, last minute, he brought up Houston, speaking of Southern rappers. Uh, I love McConan, Max O'Cream, oh, yeah. and fucking, oh, I was going to name one more. Okay, we'll just go with that. Clearly, that's what my brain wanted to say, collaboration-wise. I feel like any of those guys, if I could land a feature with any of them, it'd be fucking awesome, man. But those are guys, I have a list, pretty much. I have things written down in front of me. I wake up in front of, like, this New York-ass picture I took. So I'm like, one day I want to live there. And I wake up in front of a dream board almost, right? So lots of these guys I want to work with. Hopefully I will. I worked with Smoke Perp one time with yeah, a, and that was a whole shitty-ass contract. Uh, the bay. Me and this guy got the contract together and we were smashing the same chick we found out. We, <laughs> really, we were canceling this contract. Like, bro, we got to sign with Smoke Perp. Why are you going to cancel a contract? Whatever. It is what it is, Wait, man. I was mad because you were fucking the same bitch. Right? Yeah, I picked oh, him up from the chick's man. house and was like, I slept there last night. Oh shit! Maybe you shouldn't have told him that. <laughs> yeah, straight up. <laughs> oh man! But I guess so. You'd be pretty open to like collab with, with like quite quite a bit of artists, eh? Mm-hmm. Like, pretty open. Anybody that sends something. Because and it's not even like the mainstream. Lots of like the mainstream dudes I find on early like him as a witness. I'll find these dudes and put it down on them. Like Pop Smoke, I found Pop Smoke when we made Flex, and I was bumping him. Mm-hmm. And my buddy made a joke one time because I used to be a server before. Like I went pro pro with music and management and doing like advertising. Uh, and he was like, "Man, every one of your favorite rappers that you find underground, it's almost like they die." Oh, my yeah. mainline, bro. But there's just so many rappers just dying. Period. Ooh, no, but like, like, bro, my favorite rapper yeah. at the time that I'll be putting on like Juice World was my favorite. Juice he died. World, yeah. X was my favorite. He died. Lil Peep, I got like Lil Peep tattoos before he died. He died. Oh, fucking God. even Little Pump, for example, Little or not Little Pump, Little Peep, fucking. R.I.P. to Pump, man. R.I.P. <laughs> little Pump's career, man. Straight up, bro. His song with Tory Lanez, though, like uh, yes, I haven't heard it yet. Racks to the ceiling. Yeah, you haven't heard it. You guys gotta fucking check that out. Racks you all gotta listen to that. Tory Lanez killed that verse. Like it was a typical Little Pump, like like whatever. Racks to the ceiling, right? But it was like Tory Lanez, Tory Lanez kills everything, though. And just fucking Tory Lanez has a fucking million fire, verses. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so it's good to be open to features and shit. Cause like, Straight up. there's some people out there like that are making music and they're stingy. Like, oh, like I don't wanna, I don't wanna do art. You know, certain types of people. If if you if they're sober, they'll be like, I don't wanna do anyone like with with like that smokes weed or something. And it's like, dude, you're like, well, fucking bro, up your, your speaking whole, of your uh, things artist, like that, like artist dream collabs and shit, right? Mm-hmm. You know, snot is obviously right. Yeah, like yeah. taking the moon stars, bitch. The guy who produced that. Fuck you, Tommy Ice. He's a <laughs> fucking bitch. No, the guy who produced it. Yeah. Me and him were supposed to collab. Me and him were friends. He's all cool. Blah blah blah. blah. Found out I had money. Started taxing me. Tried to tax me more for it. I oh, yeah, said yeah. it was gonna do free for the feature. Then he's like five hundred bucks, and he's just fucking hurting. Messaging yeah. me like, so what's up? So what's up? I'm like, first of all, I have to message my team see if it's okay with them. Like, 
it's not just a fucking I'm, and at this point I'm realizing I'm like he's scamming probably a lot of kids man yeah. and I'm not with that shit if a kid hits me up I'll give him the 100 I'll be like okay like realistically like a little kid or you know they're young and I guess that's like I give him serious impressions but I, I doubt lots of these big guys even read the shit there's lots of them are just looking for money and they're broke off this shit right cause yeah. they're not genuine to the art um if a kid hits me up I'll even just fucking how would I say um what's the word where you almost like play onto it because you know they're not gonna do it but you're being a nice guy I'll be like Call yeah man or something like that. almost like yeah. that like send me the open you know what I'll do the free for op- uh, open for free and most of the time they don't even send the open and bro. it's outrageous how many people in the underground do this like people with only 50k followers just scam you know kids in high school yeah. with like 600 bucks and it's like 600 bucks might not be much to some people but to some kid who's been working all summer then they take that and run away with exactly. it or they send an open they've sent to like four other people yeah. I know a whole bunch of people that do that I'm not going to say any names there's some people that have even scammed artists like that within the city you know it's been and, and and it's it's hard for me to even look at an yeah, artist after I, I they do a, something like that and be like yo I still rock with you I can still rock with your music after you do this to your own fan speaking base speaking of tough, yeah. speaking of people yeah. doing that I'm not going to speak on his name cuz he passed away it's nobody in our age group but it was a guy who used to work with Winnipeg's most it's not Jamie cuz here's a weird thing I used to live in a duplex with Jamie when I was a kid like Brooklyn from Winnipeg's most which is yeah. crazy I, I could say some off the thing stuff about business and stuff but you know we can't say that on the podcast in case cold case police you know, <laughs> I'm but you, you know what happened to streets we used to have streets like the the fucking fm rap station yeah those motherfuckers were like fucking selling drugs out those uh the studios and shit. Ah, that's, that's why they shut down bro they were like la- laundering money through the studio and i'm like bro Damn. like you just fucked up the whole scene for winnipeg Literally. rap bro like we had like, one of the guys who shit, though. too uh, I hit up from the old scene when I first started, first started, right? Like, I maybe made 10 songs by now. Thinking, my buddy suggested it. Oh, hit this guy up. He tried charging me a grand for a beat, bro. A guy that makes music with Charlie Feta. I'm not going to give his name because, again, he passed away. He's a good guy and stuff, dope guy. But it's sad that to see how much people will manipulate the young people of the city, like... I've considered getting a grant through Manitoba Music before to even get inner city kids out of that and get them into music because I remember lots of time I didn't have the resources or tools or lots of people around me to tell me even like growing up now I realize I know a lot of what to do but I didn't have like parental guidance saying oh do this do that you know what I'm saying so maybe if I had this group it could almost uh, or not group this uh, program it could reach out to a lot of kids and show them there's more behind it you know that's that's dope that's a dope vision man like it'd be cool it'd be really cool to just set up a studio and just like cause like in, there's like a, we got like three studios in the city bro. Like, we don't yes. have a lot of shit there's an but if it was funded by Manitoba Music pulled up I could get a professional engineer in there and pay him by the hour and he would be more serious about his work other than half-assing and showing these people serious cause I'm serious about doing it for free but that doesn't mean, you know, all these people who are normally engineering for money and stuff will be. Yeah, you get like a drop-in. You just get drop-ins that come in and not really serious about it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And but it saves lots of these kids from gangs. And like, because I remember early on too, I even, when I was in high school, I almost got pulled into some shit. Of, I was selling before I even, like I got put into selling before I even know it. And I was just like, you know, mm-hmm. through high school fucking. I was a... 90 plus student AP IB courses and it's just like you don't even know before you get put into it you're in poverty you think you make a couple extra dollars and shit you know and then but lots of these kids if they had other resources telling them like oh you could do this you could do that I feel like they wouldn't 
lots of them wouldn't subdue into it. It's just because that's the only thing they know. Yeah, and the like only the person who's going to give right? them advice. It's like the the vicious cycle. And you can't blame their OGs because that's all their OGs know to help them out. They want to help these kids, but it's like if there was more resources and tools for these kids, yeah, it could recreate the community, bro. Yeah, man. Like, <clears throat> I, I definitely I get where you're coming from, bro. Like, there's too many people getting wrapped up, and the gang life it, it works. For a little bit, but yeah. not. I mean, you can't. You can't be sustainable. You can't be thirty-five gangbanging, 40, 40 years old gangbanging. Exactly. Man. You either wind up in jail or dead, bro. Like and then, uh, I was gonna make the point that there's an outrageous amount of talent mm-hmm. contained with the in the city, and there is so much potential for growth. And there's so many young quality artists that are even like five, six years younger than us. Mm-hmm. And I'm not seeing the supports in place, and I'm not seeing enough push. To it's, get creatives out there. This city has and a it's, weird system where it's, it's like the guys at the top and everybody's trying to step on everybody's Yeah, everybody's trying to step on everyone else's neck. If and we worked like Toronto and we made a scene and like made it interesting for people to look into Winnipeg, everybody would be popping. Like you don't just look into, you know, Houdini or you don't just look into Pressa. You look into the whole scene like who are these guys, you know? Yeah, and, you try, and, like the, and with fans, fans are always going to try to find... The, the like they find out the most information too it's not like because it does it's like a uh, survivor's kind of mentality like the crabs in a bucket it feels like in our city <laughs> like it's like we're just like pulling guys that are kind of coming up they get pulled down from a lot of these like the newer guys and stuff because it's, it's like a the survivor's mentality where it does seem like man like it's like tough so it's like we only think like they could be one guy but no, you could you get like a whole scene, and everybody kind of thrives off of that. Scene exactly. Specifically, man. and it's like I don't know, I don't know how we have like, well, how many fucking country channels do we have on the radio? And we don't yeah. even got a hip hop station. No, yeah, we don't even have one country artist in the city either. Sphincter Pig, Flaccid Toba. Oh man, I came up with the. My grandfather once told me that we live in hell's asshole, a frigid. <laughs> Hell asshole. So, uh, so going forward, I've chose to only refer to our wonderfully smelling city as uh, Sphincter Peg Flaccid Toba. And you can coin me as the person that came up with that. Because not a soul else has put that money down. I think I seen an Instagram comment of someone saying that shit. It was probably me. (laughs) And let me tell you something. We've got way too many people rocking on beats right now that sound like they're like Costa Rica, Tropicana smooth breeze beats we need okay. dirty stinky yeah, sounding music and yeah. we don't have enough of that here in sphincter peg we need something that emblemizes somebody falling over in the street and peeing their pants because that's not what we have here yeah we've no, got a no but no real, no yeah. this Man is not faded over here he's listen, like listening to Coleman, like what there, listen let, on, listen bro. let me let me stop here there are people don't that stop. are rocking on beats here that sound like mom and dad's vacation of punta cana yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not what we're trying to do here get your fucking mom and pop fucking beats out of here mom bro. and dad's <laughs> vacation it no, sounds mom and pop beats would be crazy that them chorus <laughs> no, no 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 it like, sounds like coconut music literal coconut music where is the dirty farty bass? 
Yeah. Bass. Okay, without the smell. I want bro. my trunk rattling. Where's the very yeah, bass? Yeah, trunk bro. I want music that the sounds. The fucking vibrating. Yes, like yes, a girl sir. with the fur wheel smoking <laughs> weed behind the fuzzy wheel. Fuzzy dice on yeah, the fuzzy dice, thing, and the yeah. car stinks, and the transmission is wrecked, and it's just <laughs> up the stage, up yes, the sir. street. That is how Winnipeg music should sound. Yes, it sounds like mom and dad's vacation right now, yeah, and yeah. I'm upset. <laughs> And there's no support, you old, dirty bastards! You are in... Let me finish! Let me finish! There are men in their backyard with... You call them that. Let me finish. There are men in their backyard with Canon cameras on tripods with no colored footage rapping over boom-bap beats about nothing. About nothing. And they're posting that on YouTube. They're saying, this is this is the next level. This is the next wave. <laughs> Get your dad's vacation camera out of there. You got that thing from Costco for $550. Don't bring up the tax, you bastard. <laughs> and they're using the kit lens. The kit lens. Do you think they're using a prime? Do you think they're using a zoom? No. They use the kit lens at 28 millimeters. Yeah. Use a wide-angle lens. No. <laughs> use a 50 millimeter. Nifty 50. Get the bokeh in the background. Don't shoot it flat. Your videos look brown and ugly. Spend a grand on a fucking lens. They look brown. <laughs> they look dried out. They look colorless. Dusty. Dusty, dusty dirty. <laughs> not... Yo, these motherfuckers like, okay, it's supposed to be a 90s vibe. It's like, you got no choice. You got fucking, <laughs> the quality's that bad. It has to look, it has to look like that. <laughs> well, the midway point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a midway point between the power shoot and the VHS and the yeah. crappy Canon Rebel T4 eyes yeah. that look like butt when you look at that footage. Yeah. And everyone looks yeah. orange. Everyone looks like and they have a spray tan. And get some fucking lighting, boys. Like, yo, when the when, city's, Tray, d- uh, city's dark as fuck. And, and people and are feeling like, and light. you're filming, and it's like, okay, we gotta wrap it you're, up. You're, you're, you're using, you're using <laughs> so the dark. yellow piss lights they have Y'all need some milk. Y'all need some light. <laughs> no, they're using the yellow piss lights. It does not look aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Okay, so Coven's so, biggest rap and about who you can get yeah. off each yellow piss lights. There we go. Yellow hey, piss lights? Hey. Is that an actual rapper? No, just in, the, in the city you see the yellow lights? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those I are piss lights. That's beef, what he calls them. They give off a yellow lighting. With piss You're supposed lights. to use white LED lights in your okay. music videos. It brings out the worst in people's skin complexion when you're filming a music video. I'm telling Looks you like right you got now. jaundice. Yeah, exactly, Great. dude. Uh, and then sick. lots of these Winnipeg motherfuckers <laughs> do have jaundice, so it's not giving them any help. I thought I had jaundice once, but I'm just light-skinned. Uh, <laughs> me too, bro. Tripping. Straight up, I was like, bro, I'm just Mexican. Never mind, I'm good. <laughs> Straight up tripping like, bro, bro what the hell? I'm sick, I'm yellow. Oh, no. <laughs> we'll get back uh we'll get back into like uh, rearrange get get back uh, on track here Holy uh, favorite thing to do other than rap bro um, both you guys we sports no I'm we sports <laughs> oh, sure. my favorite thing to do man honestly i like the fucking we'll go from here i like doing lots of graphics i like doing photos videos with him aside from music Lots of new art. I do lots of clothes and shit, like clothing adjustments and stuff like that. I want to get heavy into that. Um, like Kanye West type shit? Like yeah, start some man. brands and I've, shit? I've yeah. done lots of things with ostrich and stuff, man. It's just releasing in a bit. Like I have to make a whole line. It costs a whole lot of money, too, to do that. Oh, yeah. So I'm making a streetwear brand eventually going to go into that. Call Glomerate's like the 
a label, but I also want to release it as a not a streetwear brand, but almost like a cult type thing like Supreme, where there's a limited <coughs> amount of releases and we always change the releases and stuff. We've done that for a while, but I want to expand on it. And then, uh, yeah, man, I play a lot of Call of Duty fucking Warzone, bro. Like, Warzone? Too much that's, of it. Fun, that's crazy. Yeah. Aside from that, too, I do do a couple other businesses like advertisement stuff, which keeps me really busy. But aside from art, uh, and like tattoos, stuff like that, it's literally just mostly music. And like fashion shit. I'm like, like I said, I, I mentioned I'm going into the fashion, but I'm heavy into fashion, like traveling too, because I feel like traveling expands your view on things. How about you? And give a dead ass answer. Dead ass? Like golfing with dude, my uncle. Dude, I'm not going to say something. I have like one that. Serious. Something serious. Um, I organize birthday parties at bathhouses, men's bathhouses within Winnipeg. We've got some awesome Aquaman themed birthday Bro, parties actually, coming up within yeah. the next month or so. Uh, come show at up. Aquarius. It's an Aquaman themed birthday Batman party. Aquarius right across the street. Right across the street. We're putting on Aquarius bathhouse. Bring your best Aquaman costume. Any latex. Any, uh, yo, you guys want to hear something funny? Go ahead. I, I, I got a buddy, uh, Mitchie Moo. Shouts out to Mitchie Moo. He's a fucking funny ass guy. Uh, he was like t- messaging a bitch on Tinder. And she's like, uh, you know how like Aquarius is a sign too, right? Yep. She had Aquarius in the Tinder thing, and, she, and he was like, "So uh, you work at Aquarius?" <laughs> she just never stopped. She was like, stop "For y'all don't know who are from like America and shit, because I have an American viewing." Aquarius is a bathhouse. If y'all know what a bathhouse <laughs> is, it's where a bunch of gay men go to have sex. And no, there's some and sometimes women there. No. you bring a woman there. There's sometimes, some if you like getting watching people watch you fuck a bitch, like they're all like 60, 70. Here's so kind of like that, that alpha male say. feeling, you know? No, here's you bring say. her there on Valentine's. I dude. better, you guys, better leave a spot stop for me. Better that. not max. Better not max out. Better leave a spot for me. No, stop. That's where straight right men there. get together to discuss comic books. Yes, like Aquaman. Like, exactly, yeah. and it's Everybody like a steam room. It exfoliates your pores. So while you you're talking anybody, about Batman, who's your favorite it comes superhero? out. Aquaman. Your complexion gets fixed. Talk about Batman. You head out on your <laughs> way. I don't know where all this hearsay comes out about whatever you're talking about. <laughs> Fucking oh, and I like to hold up things I like to do in my spare time. I like to do lots of planning for the community, like last year, on my own without doing anybody with this. Uh, I ended up raising enough money to. I used to be a cook when I was in high school, right? And mm-hmm. out of high school, I got my Red Seal for cooking. Oh, so nice, I nice. came up with the plan. Lots of people bring food to the homeless and shit. I was like, what if we made 400 meals and I made them as we handed them out? Yeah. And we gave them warm food. Bro, Salomon awesome. goes around. You wouldn't believe how many of these people, and I'm not doing this to flex, I'm not doing this, just lots of people. Don't have light, and maybe people could donate to my future one, and that's why I'm mentioning it because it's a selfless thing. I don't make any money off of it. But I went on Main Street, obviously, put all my phone away, put all my stuff away because if they're gonna rob you, what are they gonna rob you of food? Yes, yeah. all you have is food on you, right? And Main Street's away, the scariest right? street on in our city, it's like Chicago, Canada. So I handed out 400 warm meals to people, and lots of these people said they haven't had warm food in like years and stuff. So that's also something I like to fixate on in my free time if I can do anything to help the community. Or help someone solely, then like I enjoy doing that. Yeah, it's, it's good to give back, man. Especially if, if you, you're up, right? Like if you're up, it's always good to lend a helping hand to the people. Exactly. That that's that's big, man. Forensic facts. For that, bro. And if you just end up giving donations, you don't know if they even receive it. That's, that's big too. Yeah, like a lot facts. of these like 
like uh, my buddy was telling me, like the Black Lives Matter, like that, those girls, the black girl that, that like owns the and runs like some of that, like the campaign. She's living in these fucking huge ass mansions and shit. It's like, that's yo, how, how, like, is she really like, giving back? Yeah, she, literally. Really, and at the like, time like, when I did that whole thing, like I was living in my mentions. mom's basement. I made a few grand, obviously, to do it. I could have, you know, ran made, off of yeah, it. Yeah, and but, did it a couple yeah. times, ran off with it. And it's scary, too, man. It's not like just like I'm making it sound, oh, it's easy. Like, a guy literally grabbed a machete and almost fucking slipped me in the neck. And a guy had to stand up and be like, no, he's bringing us water. And the guy, the one guy I brought as a volunteer, he dropped his shit and ran off. I looked behind me, he's gone, bro. Oh, but man. I'm like, no, we're here to help people. Like, we got to do what we got to do, bro. <laughs> Don't step <laughs> in, bro. I'm yeah. Yeah, I literally said that. I was like, man, I'm literally bringing guys water. Like, what the hell? That's good, man. That's, That's crazy. But yeah. Ew, fucking, it's fe- month of February, guys. It's fucking, it's uh, love a boy season. It's we to- ter- uh, coined the term. Uh, fucking ASAP Rocky got Rihanna pregnant, bro. You guys hear about this shit? Yeah, it's upsetting because yeah. I can do it first. <laughs> I'm talking ASAP no. Rocky. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fucking guys are like, cheese, bro. Rihanna's, Rihanna's nah, but I feel like guys are happy because it's at least it's ASAP. You yeah, know, if ASAP. you love something, you let it go, and it's like it. She's with ASAP Rocky. Oh, you know, good man is treating oh, you right. He got his nails done all nice. He dressed all nice. He yeah. got that rap. He got that Rick. Me know. and my buddy Champagne Poppy both unfollowed them. Yeah, yeah. Me and followed them both. <laughs> Me and him talk on occasion. You know Drake be mad as fuck right now. Drake's like, salty. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure probably Chris Brown too. Chris Brown probably mad. It's oh, definitely yeah. affecting the convoy. Oh, that. yeah. Big time. This has had such a div- uh, adverse effect on the progress. This is the reason parade. why they stopped in Ottawa this is the reason why they can't move the trucks it's because they heard about ASAP Rocky and everyone they're in the bars partying they're partying that's why and the other bands are crying in hotels (laughs) that they didn't have Rihanna yeah no cap everybody's really (laughs) upset right now no cap dog yeah yep that's just funny yeah so I don't know man I'm looking at like like with Kanye West and, and the Drake you know the Kanye West Drake beef yeah. I, I, at first, bro, I was like thinking like Drake was up, right? Like I'm like, okay, Drake's beating Kanye, but like now, like you know, Drake lost Rihanna to ASAP. I think in Kanye West, what hmm? he lost Kim K to Pete Davidson, <laughs> Pete boy. Davidson. <laughs> Pete Davidson, Pete <laughs> Davidson got no swag, dog. <laughs> but Pete Davidson be slaying dick, and I think the word of mouth, yeah, like man. he, what, Pete Davidson fucked Ariana. He's funny though. He's funny too. I'll and, give him that. And bitches love funny. Bitches, bitches like bitches guys who are funny, man. All yeah. of a sudden, their stomach's like, ha, and I'm in their stomach. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah, it goes, yeah. bro. Bro, you gotta hold in their stomach. Who's the better looking between the two, Kanye or Drake? Oh, you know what, man? Who has the better jawline? I'm giving you five seconds. Okay, I, I'm going. I'm gonna have to go with Drake because Kanye West was in that crash, bro, and his jaw was yeah. off to the side. Straight up, <laughs> he wrote his graduation though. Okay. He wrote that, that adds Drake, ten points. That's not what you asked him. You asked him who's the better looking man. Yeah, Drake is. That the doesn't mean man. it doesn't add to it. Drake with the little heart in his hair. You see that? It kind of looks like a dick. <laughs> it does. It does. Bro. But it's fire. What do you think it, it smells like? I, I bet Drake. What the fuck? I bet Drake. Uh, you met him. No, no, I, I'm saying I bet I bet Drake smells like uh, cinnamon. He cinnamon. Looks like a cinnamon nigga. Looks like a cinnamon kind of guy. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Literally, what cinnamon. do you think? Cinnamon hearts. You got to be honest. What do you cinnamon think? Cinnamon and a little bit of champagne. Cinnamon hearts. You got to think of something else. I'm giving you five seconds. Um, cranberry. 
milk. <laughs> Cold milk facts. Cranberry buttermilk sugar I'd mixed imagine, together. I imagine Drake has that smell of like uh, like the fleecy sheets. You know, like the those things. Sheets. Like he's like, he just, he, yeah. A fleecy, fleecy sheets. sheets like, kind of fresh. Kind of fresh. Yeah. Would you lift weights with him? I would, yeah. Yeah, I'd do that. You would? Yeah. Would you? Absolutely. In a heartbeat. <laughs> I'd lift weights and I'd talk I've, shit too. I've heard words about him being uh, On the part juice. of the reptilian race oh yeah, yeah and in co- collaboration with bohemian grove oh, uh, that's that. why yeah. there's an owl symbol and all the satanic symbolism in champagne poppy's music videos and in his recordings yeah. he's a really scary guy yeah and and dude he grew don't up, let the degrassi stuff fool bro. you he is a i heard <laughs> he, he grew up jewish bro you know, i heard you know Drake. the motherfuckers own the banks you know hey we're not getting into there that's racialist <laughs> That's a very inappropriate conspiracy theory, but let me it's tell you something. It's 99% of the, the let, banks own No, them. that's unacceptable. Let me tell you something. Cold facts right now. If you told me yeah. that Drake drank goat's blood, yeah. I might have to believe you. But I don't know for sure. And the Bohemian Grove shit is like... Uh, is, oh, thank you for that. The thing is, it's, not, a, it's not an owl, though. The Bohemian Grove is like a, a goat, isn't it? The, the Bohemian... It's actually a goat and owl. It's actually it's, an owl. It's not it listed? Okay, OVO the, crew. The OVO it's, it's, I didn't it's, shave my chest. It's yeah. awkward. It's what you call... <laughs> it's actually what you call a gowl. A gowl. It's, it's, okay. a, it's part of the blood ritual. Goat owl? A goat it's owl? a gowl. <laughs> not a goat owl. That's phonetically incorrect. It's a gowl. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. And this happened in the... Uh, the they do these blood moons wherein... They worship Saturn every Thursday after Everybody Loves Raymond reruns. Okay. And what happens is... is the what sun, does this have to do the, with Rihanna? This yeah, has yeah, a lot yeah. to do with Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get into this. When the sun and the moon are positioned in this exact spot, yeah. Drake has to drink adrenochrome from goat. I believe it. What is it's adrenochrome? A, adrenochrome is a baby goat's... A first reaction upon being slain. <laughs> and, and, and he gathers like, the blood. The and I am saying nothing but facts on this podcast today. Like, <laughs> hey, look, and this guy agrees with every word I'm Bro, saying. The, the, you don't want to you don't want to talk about the Jews owning banks, but you could go into that. <laughs> no, I don't want to talk about that. We're not going there. But we will talk about that. You might get cancelled after that rant, but Speaking of cancel, you guys want to talk about Joe Rogan, our boy Joe? Let oh, me tell you something Joe about Joe Rogan. I want complete silence Keith. here because I need to tell you the truth about this. Okay. Joe Rogan has a cryo chamber. Yep. To maintain how he looks now, yep. he looks the same as he did when he did when he was 25. Yep. Looks the same as he did when he was 25. Let's get this right, okay? Mm-hmm. He goes into this cryo chamber that's filled with Bro, man... He looks the same when he was... <laughs> it's full of... Man manga. There, the the cryo chamber is covered with black and white man manga, okay. and he absorbs the rays from the man manga that's plastered all throughout his cryo chamber, yeah. and this causes him to maintain his body mass, which he displays proudly in his podcast. Yeah. So let me tell you something about Joe Rogan. When okay. would you fight him? 
No. Would you? He's on juice. He's on juice. Bro, Nate, even yo. if you fucking start losing, I'd come up and kick stop him in the head, that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> stop we're all fighting fair. It's going to pay. You've got the match. Big four, boy. He's got the gains. Okay, come here. We fucking do it here, bro. We ain't doing fair, dog. He's got the gains. You got the match. You got the integrity. You could take him down. Let's let's get. Let's get Winnipeg Clark out of the mix. Stop this. What the fuck? I just stopped. Because from Florida. Winnipeg. It ain't going to be no fight. We're going to jump Joe Rogan, boy. <laughs> no, get out of town, Thatch, for just this second right here. Yeah. We get Winnipeg Clark out of the pool with the mud in it. Yeah. You bring Joe Rogan in. I'm seeing the same results get, again. Right after I fight uh, Joe Clark. We get Winnipeg, Winnipeg, Clark, <laughs> we get Winnipeg, Winnipeg Clark, Clark with Joe Rogan and we jump them both. You're going to tag team okay. him. Double the clout. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Double the clout. But no, but then we would give Winnipeg Clark... Clout by doing or, that. For me and Thatch, gonna we do. We'd have to jump Winnipeg Clark, then jump Joe Rogan, so we'd like build up. It's a two on two fight. Two on one. I'm Both seeing. Times. I'm seeing you coming. Me for the and belt. Jay on them. Two versus one. We don't fight fair. It's one against big four. I don't know. That's don't how know. we have to rule it. It's Winnipeg. I don't know. If, that's I, why we have no professional look, sports team. Look. I, I believe they you. Jatsu. Look. Can I, look. <laughs> I trust your we spirit. We need a fucking basketball team, okay? I trust your spirit. I don't know if I trust everything else, though. There's, I'd be on the basketball that goes team. You know why? Because we don't have enough people to play basketball. I'm <laughs> big. I just moved to Toronto. I'm not that good. <laughs> are you kidding me? You are great. You are great. basketball, I'm like... No. You stop that right now. I have saw you on that court. I saw the way you move. I'm no Jack Harlow. I'm no little baby. But no, I'm you stop it. that with the doubting. You are Kobe Bryant. My guy, I'm 5'4". I sound like Mickey Mouse. You're 6'3". I'm 5'... Five... Oh, no, I'm kidding. You can move <laughs> I'm on actually, that court. I'm actually 5'11 for the shorties out there. I'll be on my team. If you've ever seen six, a man six, three. move <laughs> like that... Yo, I have these shoes called the 6'8 1000s. They're 6'8 3000s. They're by Jaden Smith. They're called Vision do... Racers. Yeah. They're this big on this little bro. <laughs> Shorty ain't even know. I walk up 6'1 like... What's up? What's poppin'? She like, man, you tall. Six one yeah. heels. Yeah, no, shorty, I be tall. <laughs> bro, that's so funny. Well, they're like integrated, bro. They just look like Yeezys, man. Let me tell you the something. The top's really oh, small. Let me tell you something yeah, about. Yeah, tell me something, bro. What, tell us something. What, what Thatch wanted to originally start the group name off with, thinking, hey, a lot of artists really big into fashion, really big into clothes. Bro, don't distrue the. <laughs> what, what are you bringing up some old shit? No, Absolutely. he's gonna. Cole Glamour is the name since I was 16. He's gonna just like make fans that like watch it like be like, wait, that wasn't him before Cole Glamour? No, Cole Glamour is the original name. That wasn't the name? What was the fantasy name? What was we'll the, fantasy the fantasy name? That the fantasy name that Cole came the up with. It wasn't, not what, it wasn't what I came up the with. Co- they were gonna do. Coven wanted it to be named. No, that's not what it was. <laughs> what did you want it to be named? They were gonna start off as, um, since they're really into fashion. One foot in the closet. One foot that in the didn't, closet. That, so that's let me what finish, you let me finish. Let me finish. And that didn't work in. Really into gangster shit. Yeah. The guys <laughs> who break in the back door. That didn't work either. That's too direct. Way too direct. Holy okay? Yeah. So finally, they had to move it a little bit forward. Okay? And they decided they were going to go with... I get this. I forgot. They, I forgot. Man, it's all this cigarette smoke. It's making my brain slow down. Okay, if you if you think of it at any time, then 
Just let us know, alright? <laughs> yes. Moving okay, on. you guys were like a bunch of guys together. You were a bunch of brothers. Brothers together. But you kept it on the down low. What you were doing with the music and you know all that other stuff. So you were gonna be the down low down brothers low, 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 with brother. one foot in the closet that break in the back door. And that was gonna be like the ultimate rap group name. Yeah. But it was too many words, so he settled on cult. You can't fit all that in there. He fit it into cult glomerate. Okay. So that's how it happened. That's how the name came about. Now, most people don't know this. I only <laughs> found just like life's I only, look, <laughs> not the table, I only found out life about this because I played Ocarina of Time four times, and I figured this out. Shoot, though. You can go on whatever you were saying. I was that's, like, life just fast. left me pose. <laughs> like, uh, like, yeah, dude. <laughs> He's just rubbing his head. Oh man, <laughs> bro, you guys hear about this shit? Uh, Kodak Black was shot in the leg, bro. This week, last this oh weekend. Gosh. Wait, at Justin Hold Bieber's on. party? Justin Bieber's Justin party, Bieber's bro. He was shot in the leg, bro. That's fucked. Kodak Black. Did they bro. figure out who shot him in the leg? I don't know, man. Ho- hopefully, it's the G rules, though. You know, it's just no one telling. It was Justin Bieber? He <laughs> 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 was bro, like, just stop making a ruckus at my party. <laughs> <laughs> Little <Stop>. pink pistol. <laughs> But his purse, the, he was like, "What kind of pistol do you think Justin Bieber rocked?" Little pink Glock twenty two, with the one cat, with the two, with, with the, the cat anime, two fucking little yeah, cat, the cat Call anime, of Duty like, fucking skin with yeah, the yeah. anime tracers and shit. Yeah, yeah, I bet, yeah, bet Justin Bieber's got like a like a hentai fucking camel, <laughs> a baby Glock, the gun from a fucking um, Pineapple Express. This is yeah. my stripper's gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can fit it in a in a boot, but yeah, that's just crazy, bro. Yeah, uh, Kanye, I heard Kanye West is refusing to do Coachella until Billie Eilish apologizes to Travis Scott. You hear about this shit, guys? Yep. Yeah? <laughs> wow. Yep. So, so like, I, I just read about the story today, bro. Like, it was, uh, I guess, like, a week ago, Billie Eilish stopped her show to make uh, sure a fan was okay and shit. Yep. She, and then, like, I guess Kanye took it personally. And he's like, yo, you got to apologize to Travis and shit like that. So like, well, she made a personal statement too, saying just because she makes someone pick up her inhaler, oh, I can make someone pick up my inhaler. Uh, my side on it is yeah. okay. It's a controversial ass thing, and this is gonna get to clicks. <laughs> yeah, Travis Scott really like being a performer. You really can't see what's beyond the first row, honestly. With so it was the security's shit. job to then contact him. Hey, we need to stop the show. Security on scene actually never gave any call out. So for Billie Eilish to be like in a lit up concert, probably during the day where she could see everybody and everybody made a big deal about the inhaler going on the ground, uh, you know, we were like, what the fuck? But in lots of these things, I used to play punk rock, right? And in lots of these punk rock shows, this never comes forward. Uh, You can look it up. Lots of people do die at these rock shows, punk shows. It just isn't. It's all on paper to be covered. Mm -hmm. Travis Scott didn't expect it. That was all fucked by security. So, uh, when Vans Warped Tour used to occur, they actually used to have signs saying anybody willing to, pretty much if you are willing to get hurt, mm-hmm. pass beyond the gate, which is why they made the mistake because people are saying, oh, there was kids. Yeah, they were true. There was kids there, but also parental advisory. Uh, I grew up on Redwood. My mom wouldn't let me run around past 11 o'clock, right? Just like if you've seen there was a huge, huge crowd, you shouldn't bring your kid into it even if at chance you would lose your child. But again... Like, you know what I mean? It's not like Travis Scott got 
we need to shut it down. And he was like, keep it going, keep it going. He sees one person on a stretcher. For all he knows, that person could have been brought in from the back. That person could have took improper drugs. That person could be having a seizure. That person could have epilepsy. What's yeah. he supposed to expect? What's he supposed to do is he's supposed to continue the show going so people don't go into a panic and more issues are created. Because imagine what would have happened if he dealt with that differently. There's people dying. Everyone would have started freaking out. There would have been the people stepping on each other's faces. Running out. Hundreds shit, dead. Yeah. Hundreds and dead. And there was always like the, 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 the rumors were like someone was like jabbing someone with like drugs and shit. Exactly. That was all false and shit. And uh, a lot of those security guards and the paramedics, they were like volunteers and shit. They weren't they were paid like minimum wage they weren't they didn't have all the training and shit so it was like exactly. it fell down to like the, i guess the the promoters and the, the the venue builders or whatever so it was a it was a big thing though like it's crazy that it was like what a, a billion dollars of lawsuits and shit um, from everybody which is kind of fucked up mm. but yeah which is ridiculous too and like i said travis scott someone who's curated lots of albums created lots of albums done lots for the music industry and it's messed up to see how fast people just switch and throw people into yeah. the fire. Because Travis Scott isn't That's someone who wants to hurt humanity or do anything wrong. And it's not like he planned and invited these people in order to... I think he is. He's a dirty guy. He's doing bad a, news a bears you things. Think he's I'm kidding. You're I'm making me sound really bad. I'm, I'm kidding. Theory. I'm agreeing. I'm but um, agreeing. lots I'm of kidding. people actually broke into the venue, which he didn't support. But security yeah. should have watched better. So it was beyond capacity. So if capacity would have been along. So who's really to blame? You know, if it's almost like um, 30 people get shot at a game. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> but 30 people get shot at an NFL game, right? Yeah. And then they start blaming the NFL. No, like, uh, I completely agree with sense. you, bro. And, like, it's weird, like, with Kanye West trying to make Billie Eilish apologize. Like, obviously, after what happened with Travis Scott, right? I bet a lot of artists are now like more visual, right? You learn from like people's mistakes. You can learn from this shit. Exactly. And it's like Billie Eilish, obviously, probably didn't even she didn't even mention Travis Scott. She just said like, "Yo, we try to make sure that everyone's doing she good." She right? also like, made the statement though that um, she, she she's him? not like Travis Scott. Oh, she did. She said she that. Said okay, that. that's and that's that why Kanye okay. West is Kanye West is taking a stand and almost refusing to now perform because he's. He's the law in a lot of ways, right? Like, he's advertisement in a lot of ways. He yeah. gets himself in media on purpose, right? Mm-hmm. He does lots of the shit on purpose. So, I think literally it's like Kanye West is kind of the law. He's a multi-billionaire, and he doesn't see it right, right? So, he's now, you know, standing up for someone who kind of doesn't deserve to be in as fucked a situation as they are. It's like... After one of my shows, two people got attacked. I don't know, four people got attacked with mace, and it wasn't connected to my show. But what if those people were like, I got attacked with mace because it, like, yeah, no, it yeah, wasn't. Yeah. They left the event. Like, people can take susceptible. Like, there were different people in the event, and I kind of like was almost a journalist with it. People said there was certain space around here, there was space around here. So it's really just people trying to force their ways into the front and almost go against the barricades and stuff, and that's why people ended up passing away. Yeah, it's just it selfishness and wanting to see the concert is what killed people. For sure, and then like uh, human greed, really. And it was weird because they blo- they ended up blocking up that ambulance too, which was kind of fucked. And like, like it was it's mob mentality, man. Like people like start trampling each other and shit. And it's, once that happens, it's like it's pretty fucking hard to yeah control it. No matter like yo, you got what a couple police on the scene, but 
Dude, how can you stomp like stomp a fucking stampede, bro? Like, exactly. Just mosh pits and people just. And that's the sad part too. And like you're saying, the people on the ambulance. It's not like Travis Scott was like jump on the fucking ambulance. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, yeah, yeah. it's really the people that were there the that are at fault. He wasn't. He wasn't and, and it's easy to because with hip hop, especially because a lot of music is fucking aggressive, it's easy to just tie the two together. It's like, oh yeah, he's inciting riot, but I mean, if his his song is like yo, it's rage mosh pit shit, like it's. It's music. It, it was string nine oh two and oh that that was happening. If you that was like nah, 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 nah. you're telling me people were like <laughs> like not. Nah. Like it was poor fucking people trying to push to the front of the crowd and I've been at a punk show before. Yeah. People pushing at the front of the crowd, you feel it on your back, you feel it on your chest. People are being like And if it's if you it's know, packed you can't oh they said like if you left lift your hands up you couldn't put them back down or something because it was that packed yeah so it's selfish and greed that really killed a lot of people there man mm-hmm. are you yeah. down to get up with one more oh yeah, yeah, yeah man you got one more i'll bro. probably be cashed out ganged no problem bro i got you uh we'll talk about this story bro you and i mean we were talking about this a little bit before the podcast uh the jesse uh what's his name bro? jesse mush jesse mush mushy jesse <laughs> bro i remember i was chilling with uh you, you know like spag king yeah I don't really fuck with him anymore. Yeah, like fucks Fag King. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very stingy as fuck. Yo, fucks Fag King. Yo. He really stingy. Yo, they, I heard you. Uh, huh? I heard you chased him with the with a bat. Yeah, yo, like yeah, that, that shit got pussy, around. Yo, Jay told bro. me he's like so, fucking so, some pussy. I, I was right, like, fuck so, you, bitch. I'll, I'll tell the story about that, bro. Like this motherfucker, like <clears throat> like he's trying to be like like almost like Suge Knight, like even like a, lo- a label owner kind of guy. And I just remember, bro, like he was fucking over Javon. And me and we were doing this song. And me, and bro, he fucked me over that sideline <laughs> sticks, bro. bro. He left he left all his fucking artists out to hang, bro, and he was just counting money for himself. And I was like, I remember I gave him like money and shit to get the site going. Right? Yeah, the Jay sticks. told him about the seat chased him with the fucking bat. And he kept going like, yo, I ran off and I he gave him a pussy. Bro, I gave him money to do edit videos. He edited like one two videos for me and shit. And then he I just remember going like, alright, just keep the money, bro, fuck it. And he, then he starts going, like, on Twitter, bro, like, I ran off on this nigga, he ain't shit, and all this stuff. And I'm, I go, like, dude, I gave you a lot of shit, and then, like, yo, and then you didn't come through with what your end of the bargain. So he was, like, yeah, really flexing, like, like yo, yeah, yeah, ran off yeah, on this, bro. Like, guy, he, was like, he was, like, flexing, like, it was, like, I'm, like, bro, you ain't got shit. I gave you a lot of that shit. Uh, I gave you the site and shit to start it up, and, like, yo, you ain't put none of the people on you're just trying to do your own thing straight up bro. so i was like yeah so he kept messaging me and saying i ain't gonna do shit i pulled up with a bat to his mom's place and then bro like and it was like i was about to crack him in the skull and then he started hiding behind his mom bro and i'm like bro and i like rushed his door bro and i came in like i'm like and i'm like i'm not gonna fucking what am i gonna do crack it in front of his mom and he was like yo mom call, call the police and shit bro He's like that was pussy, that was bro. what happened bro and i go like really Really, bro, you really still gonna? And then I'm driving home, like, man, this motherfucker pissed me off, but he's hiding in front of his mom, bro, or behind his mom. And I'm like, and then he's still trying to text, like, ah, you ain't shit, bro, police coming and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is that about, bro? He ripped him off a bunch of money for the site and then said him, he ran off I on think it. A and job. then you I see him, like, Jay, like, you don't think Jay's gonna be like, yo. Like, drag Ziggy's ass like well, straight up <laughs> at first I was like yo just keep the money whatever bro it's whatever but and then he, when you're trying to fucking like be like oh yo you ain't shit 
And y'all yeah, are like, you a bitch? I and actually like, heard the situation. Jay was super nice, health Ziggy, kickstart everything because he's a bum. He has no job, super fucking co or whatever, right? Let me and borrow then, some uh, weed, bro. Here's some weed. You know, uh, yo, so you still so got to be like, I'm mm-hmm. Professor Finester about it after Jay gave him a handout. That's pussy shit. Yep. That is, it was in it. But and I'm that's why I'll say it on the podcast, like I canceled. But how, uh, the, how I met uh, Jesse Mush was through Ziggy. And I remember, bro, I was like chilling with, uh, chilling with him. I think like, I think it was when he was doing those shows, he was starting those shows up and shit. And, uh, and I think I met post-war too. And I met uh, the other guy, uh, this is the, the a lot of those rappers and shit, but uh, I remember I seen Jesse. You met Post. I feel like you met me back then too. I probably. I used to have blonde hair back then. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, with you, the bro. yellow I, sweater. I seen you performing at, for yeah. sure, bro. A couple of shows, uh, but you were probably lit. Yeah, <laughs> I was zanned out all the time, bro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hanging off. Uh, uh, straight up, <laughs> zand, bro. But yeah, but I remember I had a bunch of zans because my buddy wanted. They were off-brand Zans, though. They were, like, the half-dose, quarter-dose Zans, those little pills. I had, like, 20 or 30 of them. And, like, yo, this shit, like, my buddy wanted some, so I ordered them from India. But this shit came so slow because, I guess, like, it was open, like, five or four or five times through the, like, postal service because they kept checking the bag, thinking, like, what the fuck's, what what are these pills? Because they're just little white pills. But they're, like, off-brand Zans. So I had them, and it, by, I mean, it took like five, six months for me to get them. So by the time when my body wanted them, he's like, man, I, don't know, I already got another guy. Or now, but he's like, I'm, a, I'm into fucking perks now or some shit. He's like, I don't do that. I'm like, all right, well, fuck it. Uh, I just sat on them for so long. And I, I talked to Jesse, and Jesse's like, yeah, man, I'll take them, bro. I, I know a couple people. I'm like, yeah, if you can move them, bro, I'll fucking. I gave him like 20 pills for like like 35, maybe. Maybe might have been 20 or 30. 20 or 40 bucks, bro. And it was a good deal. And I remember, bro, <laughs> this guy's like, he comes to me like in like three days. And he's like, yo, you got any more pills? And I'm like, bro, what? You sold them all? He's like, nah, it, nah, I did them all. bro. He just ate those pills. And I'm, I look over to Ziggy and I'm like, yo, Ziggy, like, and he's like, don't sell them anymore, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking over, gonna overdose and shit. I'm like, okay, that was, bro. That'd be crazy. Yeah. That dude fucking ate them all, and he's like, yo, you got any more, dog? I'm like, you didn't sell them? <laughs> That's <laughs> fucked, He just yo. did them all, bro. <laughs> and yo, is it all good if I use the wolf shrooms quick? Oh, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, use the wolf one second. while you can. Coven will continue this we'll one. We'll continue this podcast when you speak. We'll, we'll uh... We could we could wrap this bitch up soon. Oh it's yeah, been, we're gonna. Been like about an hour it's and a been half, a hot right? minute, bro. How you feeling, bro? I'm feeling good. I just need to confirm with you if you're actually serious about this whole wrestling thing. The wrestling thing, no, no, no. I'm serious about yo. If you do videos, bro, I'm really down. I need someone to film video or at least edit. At I'll least edit some, it. Yeah, some edits because like I got so much footage and shit. Yeah. But I'm like, fuck, man. I got a fucking I got Windows Maker. You I got just got Windows I Movie Maker. I'm like, man, if I and my my laptop is so old that like when I'm fucking editing high res videos, it's just my lagging, laptop bro. does the same thing. And guess what? <laughs> it's a MacBook Pro from 2016. Listen, planned obsoleteness is a real thing, yeah. especially when it comes to those things. They have all types of uh, like the. What's it called? The video cards. You can't replace them. You can't clean anything out. Human dust, skin, all types of shit gets trapped inside these laptops. And you can't can't replace them. So editing 480p standard def footage for me 
is like going through a slideshow. You know what 480p is? It's like a VHS, yep. pretty much VHS. Editing VHS is like slideshow with a MacBook Pro. Keep in mind, I haven't been on some foreign websites doing all types of crazy stuff. All I've done you with this thing is edit videos. Movies. Stop it, that. GBW you are literally plastered Jonathan right now. You are being plastered Jonathan. Right <laughs> plaster Jonathan. This is not Thatcher Robinson. This is plastered Jonathan. This man yeah. has supplied plaster Jonathan and here he is present with yeah. us. He's not plaster, bro. He looks pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just messing with you. I'd take 12 tequilas at the bar, amigo. <laughs> Holy <laughs> fuck, the Mexicans Dude. coming out, maybe I am plastered. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Really? Two iPhone story. So, you want to talk about the two iPhone story, bro? So yeah. I got two iPhones, right? These two iPhones. I, I ordered these phones, right? Uh, I ordered a phone. I ordered a Samsung S20. From this weird, I thought it was a scam, bro. Like these guys emailed me and like, yo, you need some phones. I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll go grab a new phone. You can get any phone, give you a better deal, like 45 bucks a month or something. I'm like, that's a pretty good deal. Unlimited data or whatever bullshit. So like, I'm like waiting for them to send me these phone, this phone, bro. And then I get the, I'm like, dude, I get this package and they're like, sign for it. So I'm, I sign for the package. I open it up. It's two fucking iPhones. And I'm like, bro, I ordered. S20s, bro. One S20. They gave me two iPhone 12s, uh, and then I'm like, they're like, yo, can you send it back? You gotta pay express shipping and shit. And I'm like, I'm about to, I'm like handing, I'm about to hand it in, and then they tell me like how much the express shipping was. It was like 25 bucks, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna wait a little bit. I'm like, what's gonna happen, bro? Like they sent me the wrong thing, right? And Just I take the two iPhones. And that's what I did. So that's what I did, right? The guy's calling me up, calling me up, and I have a podcast of him calling me. And on the podcast, I answer it. And my buddy, my buddy that I used to do the podcast. Wait, with, do you still have the second he, iPhone? I, I have two iPhones. Yeah, you yeah. sell another iPhone? I got another iPhone. Yeah, yeah. Give it to my baby. Might mama. buy another iPhone on. <laughs> this is the iPhone. On me and J podcast. <laughs> Shipping it out for the low, bro. Uh, it was just so funny because. He called on the podcast. He called, bro, and we prank called because he. My buddy told him like, "Yo, yeah, Jay's was in a serious car wreck, so I don't know. He's probably not not gonna be able to like get to the phone anytime soon, bro. So like, they tried to charge me like thirteen hundred. I know it was like three grand for two iPhones, like fifteen hundred each. They tried to charge me, so this fucking on my credit. So I just called the credit guys. I'm like, "Yo, that's not me." That they fucked up because they gave me a Rogers bill. I work with um, Telus. They should have gave me a Telus. So I'm like, I got these phones, and then like I just like, I was like kind of tripping because I'm like, I don't want to pay three grand for these phones. And then they looked into it and they're like, Yeah, dude, it's like a scam. And I'm like, Yeah, it was a scam, right? There's some shit they because they fucked up the shipping. So I was like, Dude, I just ran off of the fucking the phone plug. Fuck scam. <laughs> bro, they accidentally sent it to me. I was like, Dude, that never happens, bro. Like it's this fucking bro, like that's a, life, a blast, life, yeah, bro. lifetime thing. So that's why we're, we're recording this shit in 4K right now. Bro. Like, weekend show, Blessing, bro. Boy. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like it, miracles happen. That's bro. Sometimes fire, you gotta, sometimes you gotta take it. People are like yo, just Straight everyone down. I talk to, like, Straight why you, miracle? Why give it? And why fuck back, Ziggy bro. too. That's why we're like <laughs> fuck Ziggy Squad. <laughs> I'm only Mexican. I can't say it on the on the 
podcast. Are you bro? doing the Joe Rogan? And <laughs> yeah. It's Black History Month. Bro. I'm only Mexican, bro. <laughs> I can't say it on the podcast. Bro, look, you know how light I am, bro? I'd be giving out N-word passes to white boys. I gave, I actually gave an N-word pass to uh, Joe Rogan. But it expired. It expired. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah, so we better catch him outside the cryo chamber. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Anyway, okay, but legit. Talking about fucking... But legit, we're going to cut that part out. No, no, Did you say it? I did. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. No, it's all good, bro. I'll give you the pass. It's just it's it's a twenty four hour pass, so you could go home and say it. But uh, once, <laughs> once the time expires, boy, you better watch out. Because remember, I am the lightest black guy out there. <laughs> this, oh thing, this thing might be mad. <laughs> no, but uh, talking about fucking just stories with Jesse and Ziggy and shit and. And fucking, you they know, Javon, mad Javon. Mexican. Yeah, that'd be good. It's like Joey. I'll Pack. be good. <laughs> six nine says it. I'm more Mexican than six nine. I'll be good. As long as long as you, it's your heart's in the right place, bro. But let's talk about Javon, bro. Javon out here selling lean, right? Yeah. He's trying to charge me like. Is it hundred dollars a line? Is that a good deal? He getting that bottle for three hundred. Uh-huh. I'm gonna expose Javon out here. Javon, what are you doing, bro? You charge like hundred and twenty for a line, bro. And I looked at him like, what the fuck, bro? Like, I don't know, get back to you, bro. But I'm like, I'm, I'm and like, we ain't cut that part out honestly on God because I'm Mexican. So if anybody's mad, that's fucked up. Oh shit! But yeah. I ain't gonna get Billy Eilish. No, no, no. You're not. Get, yeah, you, you ain't getting canceled. Nobody canceled six nine for that. Okay. Well, the, I, I think the FBI tried to. <laughs> the FBI tried to cancel. They canceled him for snitching. Different. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, man, fuck six nine. By the way, <laughs> fuck that rainbow hair guy. He's all about. And, and uh, I think it was uh, was it Adam twenty two that did this first interview. Yeah, it was Adam twenty two in twenty seventeen. So he is September like, of twenty seventeen. August. I remember yep. I seen a recent interview like a couple years ago, maybe a year ago, where he was like, "Man, I feel bad, like, cause like I kind of put this guy on and shit, and yeah. I didn't know like he fucked up a lot of people." And, and here's the thing: Duke was lying in that interview a lot. Like Duke lied through a big chunk of it too. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I'm not a fan of Duke's neither. Oh, yeah. It's been a long time since Duke has made something of interest in my view. Very true. You co-sign that, Mr. Robbins? Very well, true. Just with the wasn't Duke only with Young Doug, eh? With just Young Thug, uh, like, and it was a mixtape. So, oh yeah, yeah, on the first mixtape that came out, which was he was ages Duke, ago. Duke was doing really crazy stuff in 2016, though. But he never stuck with that aesthetic. Like he was hanging out the side of car windows. He was, uh, he had this chick like riding back and forth, like with hooks coming out of her back. If yeah. you look up Anarchy XY, you look up any of his like really early material. There's a lot of um, really interesting stuff he was doing when he first started. But, um, I find that as he progressed and as once Gummo came out, everything like, like, I don't know if you saw Helsing Station, like all that aesthetic just went out the window and it just like, there's something so phony about it. Even then it really was disingenuous. Because it was written by Zillicami, right? No, it wasn't. Trife Drew wrote Gummo. Uh, Zillicami wrote all the stuff, Helsing Station, everything before that. Trife Drew wrote everything. That guy hasn't wrote a word in his life, bro. Yeah, and and even and even then, though, bro, a lot of this shit's kind of like just it was the vibe of just being with a bunch of bloods. It was like, yeah. cause like I I think Adam Twenty Two said it, bro. Like if it was just with like five dudes posted up on the block, it, 
probably wouldn't have gotten ne- nearly as big as no. where he was, right? No, no, and exactly. it's fucked up how as soon as 6 9 came out, after snitching, he's still back on his trolling shit. And it's yeah. like, bro, like, you got all these security guards and shit. Like, how... Like, anybody that's, like, not a kid would... Like, obviously, the kids are still fucking with him. Oh, shit. yeah. The what? Zoomers love but, his yeah, stuff. Yeah, I haven't listened to his shit since his, he got locked, bro. But I, had a buddy, I had a buddy that raps in the city, too. And he's like, uh, if you know Trey, Trey33. Uh, I think I know who that, that is. That dude, he's like, bro, I, I fucking heard someone play 6 9 at a party, bro, and I just walked out. Yo, guys, my <laughs> ride is here. I got to go downstairs. Bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, Colvin yeah, Kester's out the podcast. Yo, I, yo, Have I a great night, Colvin. I gotta, so I got to do the dash. <laughs> no, that's all good, bro. See you later, Cove. See you, man. Uh, oh, yeah, wait. See you got any Instagram? You want to Colvin Kester, come yo, here. Yo, let me get this straight. Colvin Kester at Call Glomerate. This is my man. It's at 49 Sinners. Let He's me out the building. You can Colvin finish. underscore Kessner. You hit me up on Instagram. I've got all types. So check out my music video, Bud Dwyer. Check out 49 Sinners. Check out all yeah. the joints that YouTube we dropped on. Music Call video Glomerate. budget, too. We do $600 to $1,000 for, for, for the 35 millimeter 4K type stuff. $20,000 worth of equipment. There's some site. serious equipment on site. Uh, the same shit Nelk Boys uses, but better. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll probably link. I'll get Thatcher to send me your Oh, shirt. yeah, send me. I'll get me on the gram. And don't forget video, about the mud wrestling, okay? <laughs> We're going to fuck up Winnipeg, Clark. I'm going to be in the yeah. corner like, Jay, get him. There's going to be lots of body oil and there's oh, yeah, going to be yeah. a lot of shirts all right. flying everywhere. Get to your town safe. Body okay, he you. came all the way from another city to do this interview legitimately. Yeah. I would only do it for you. I wouldn't do it for It's just else. a town above, but... Where, where is he from? South, uh, from pa- Pine Falls, but he's in Selkirk. Selkirk? Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. That's dope, that's dope. But he came from Selkirk. Appreciate you coming on the pod, bro. Appreciate it, bro. Yeah. Uh, and then oh my god it'll be worth it people will still be like lit uh, I think we should wrap this up bro. Yeah. I'm really fucking sauce yeah. right now bro the fucking Apachic so okay you wanna hear one okay fucking sharing the fucking Apachic story are we I'm ending the, it on the I'm sharing Apachic story okay. so it's like it's fucking love boy season Apachics need love too guys straight up so I got this hold up yo wait move your seat <laughs> over here go, okay okay yeah so I was like, I remember I was fucking this black chick, this fat black chick, right? And I was fucking her so good. And I remember, bro, like, it was like, she was thick. And I, I couldn't, like, I fucked her and I felt the condom breaking, bro. I'm like, fuck, dude. I used to have a trick for that when I was in high school. Or you'd pop up and then get caught and you'd be like, <laughs> and split it, bro. <laughs> bro, the thump. Oh, wait, you, it was all it fun till I had two kids. No, I'm kidding. It's, it's, it's fun when, you, when you're hitting it from the back and you, you have the thumb. You stick your thumb out and just rip the condom. Yeah, but straight up. I, I don't do that shit. You know, I'd be playing nice. I'd be playing nice and safe because that shit does, does <laughs> fuck with you. But I was fucking her and the condom broke. And like, bro, I'm like trying to pull out. You know when you're like inside, like like a fat chick, and you're on top of her, and it's like you're trying to <laughs> you like. I'm like, yo, there's a lot of rolls that go <laughs> yeah, pushed in. And the way she, I was like trying to pull out, but at the same time, I was about to come, bro. And then I just came coming out of this bitch because it was like a beanbag, bro. I was like stuck <laughs> in, and I couldn't fucking get out of it. And I came inside this bitch, and then I was like, yo, I was like tripping, and she's like, uh, I was like, yo, like like you got anything? I was like tripping, and she's like. No, no, and I'm like, yo, but, but how about a bait? Like, you, you get pregnant. What, what are you gonna do and shit? And she's like, I'll just get an abortion. I've had. Them. She's like, I had a, a bunch of abortions. I'm like, okay, cool. So it was all good on that end. 
but I just remember being like, yo, I couldn't get out to pull my, I couldn't pull bro, out to save my scary, life, bro. Bro, was, bro that reminds you of Faster Trevor. Okay, so I'm texting this chick on Snapchat for two months, bro, okay? Yeah. And I'm busy, I'm you know, out of the country, you know, doing things across the city for advertisement. Yeah. And uh, she looked like Lana Del Rey on her profile and shit, right? I'm about to link her, right? Yeah. So I go down to her crib, and all of a sudden, you know, this chick dead-ass catfished me, bro. She's a <laughs> big no body. But you know, I already hit, I hit it. Yeah. <laughs> You're already there. But I was climbing out like a beanbag, so I thought you were like, whoa! Oh, bro. Luckily, she had the IUD. Otherwise, I might, yeah. have, I might have another baby out there, y'all. Might have had a Adonis out there, bro. Oh, shit, bro. <laughs> oh man, that's just funny as fuck, bro. That's funny as hell. Yeah, man. Should we wrap this bitch up? Yeah. So, Thatcher Robinson on all medias, no spaces. Thatcher Robinson with space T Robinson on Twitter. Medium J on Instagram, as (laughs) y'all already know. Uh, I got a new album coming out around June uh, and a new single probably coming right after this called Ragers. So, y'all should peep that shit. Loverboy just came out speaking of Loverboy, you know. Loverboy season. Valentine's Day, y'all go listen to that album. Drake stole my fucking album cover. Medium J said said it first. I said said that shit. I'm like, yo. He came up with Certified Lover Boy, bro. I'm like, yo, didn't you have some shit? I leaked that last year. Yeah, he right. steals from Canadian artists. Oh, my God. I, I've seen a lot of shit where I'm like, yo, this is like some underground shit that I've seen before on Drake. Or when he went to Jamaica, bro, he, he started it, talking bro. like a Jamaican, bro. Like, he just steals these guys. And Toronto, up, man. He started talking like Toronto, like... I can get straight into the Toronto shit, dog. Yeah. But only if I'm in Toronto. Otherwise, everybody thinks you're speaking gibberish out here. Oh, yeah, for sure, bro. You, you go to the States with Toronto lingo, and they're like, what the fuck is this? Teams. But yeah. It's the teams. <laughs> what are about? Make sure to run up the rest of his videos and the rest of my videos. I'm sure he'll link it at the end. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll throw it in the description. But, yeah, that's the weekend show with uh, Medium J. And, uh, Have a great on. Valentine's Day. And if y'all are watching this after Valentine's Day, yo, you just got a new shorty. Treat it like it's Valentine's Day every day, yo. Be yeah. Give that bitch flowers player, once bro. a week. Okay. Even if you're a player, it's even better. That's how you dog them out better. They ain't expect nothing. You can have four chicks running, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir.